0: This is the most important podcast about the most important podcast. <laughs> Everything in our lifetime, we said up to
1: this point, it really wasn't important. What Scott's about to say is the most, most important. important. Hey everybody, welcome to Rose Biles and Beer. This is Jeff coming from private studios in deep in South Orange County. Hey, Zach, how you doing? Hello, Total Entertainment Forever. Uh Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Man, 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 man. Scott. t
2: minus in days.
1: Yeah, I voted today cuz that's what my uh, text message told
0: me to say. You want... not Yep. Hey. Yep. Yeah, I don't...
3: yep. It's the day before, the night before. We're on we're on election eve. Mm-hmm.
1: What yes. was that hand motion? It is November second. <clears throat> I was going to say let's do, you know, let's try again, but let's just roll with it because that's what's going to happen tomorrow. The Ask, election will happen, and we'll, we'll just roll we with just it. Just gotta roll with it. Yeah.
2: No do overs. Yeah. No do overs. No over However, there is speculation that one group may try to do a do over with really no, with mail in ballots, but. I'm not going to say which group.
3: Vote early, vote often. Yeah.
2: Hey, <laughs> G- you got to try. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I think I saw Jesus at the ballot box today.
1: Take it to the limit. It's possible. Yeah. It's pronounced Jesus. Somebody was looking over his shoulder trying to see,
2: you know, mm. what did he vote for on that proposition? Wow. Right in right in, right in ballot? <laughs> no. If you
0: listened to our last episode with Brandon Andrus, you would know exactly how you should vote. Mm-hmm. The choice is clear. I think riding with Biden.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you guys feeling about this? Do you, are you, I'm excited, anxious, burned out. You're excited. I'm super excited. Uh, it's
1: 4th of July. It's going to be the 3rd of November, but it's going to be the real 4th of July. Cause since they canceled 4th of July this, this year,
0: is this cause you look at it? It's more like, it's kind of like a game to you. Like there's that, the that excitement, I think the excitement is just I feel like we've arrived.
1: <laughs> we've arrived. It's like standing in line at the Matterhorn at Disneyland <laughs> and for hours and hours and you finally get there and you get in the sea like yes, let's go. Well, I don't know what's going to happen up. but this is going to be exciting. Yeah, the there build
2: so up has been pent up. Got has gotten us to this point of of uh excitement, uh nervousness, uh whatever whatever it is, ulcer.
3: Can you remember back to 2016? What was your, what was your watching situation? The last election? Were you with others? Were you solo? I was in, well, I was watching it
1: solo. I don't know where my wife was. She might've been asleep by the time, you know, like 10 o'clock, but I had a neighbor. We were texting back and forth and he was, you know, through and through, uh, Trump as was I. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is happening! We just kept I'm like, <laughs> I thought he just won, you know, Carolina. He, oh my gosh, I think he's going to win Wisconsin, and and uh, yeah, that was it. Was just back and forth. It was so exciting to watch the Washington Post television station and the Young Turks and uh everybody else i'm like oh it's look at the they lost the king and queen for the high school prom they're dancing
0: on their graves I'm like this is fantastic <laughs>
1: just
2: destroying destroying oh, the machine man. from the inside trojan horse yeah i i had not paid attention to politics okay. for a long time and then i was even thinking well,
0: how did how did the republicans did you not elect- vote that time no, I was I was like I had made up my mind. I'm
2: I'm done. I'm not I'm not going to be involved in politics. I don't really care.
0: Did you vote the one before with Romney and Obama? No, twenty twelve.
2: No, the last one I voted was Bush. The second. Oh, time. so you
0: didn't even do McCain?
2: No, no. That um, total loser. Am I right, Jeff? <laughs> <Diff? laughs>
0: but but I had
2: but I had thought. How did the? How far has the Republican Party fallen that they would? Nominate trump because I, I hadn't paid attention at all, and then that that night uh I was just like every everyone was saying Hillary was gonna win, so we're watching i, I was uh doing the bible study, and we were watching and i think I think he had just won Pennsylvania mm. and it was like
3: that was a big deal oh, 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 like <laughs>
2: what
3: yeah. And, and then the record was, scratches start happening across all the news stations. And Because
2: I came out of the came out of the Bible study and and I was like, I was like, uh, uh, it's over, right? And he's and it, when my buddy is like, no, no, he's got a chance.
0: It's like what? It was a complete surprise. There was a lot of that in our house. It, it, it was just on, and um, I probably voted for Gary Johnson, but. That was the first election, the first big election where I literally had divorced my emotional psyche, if that's a thing, from the Republican Party to where before it would be a super stressful event if it didn't go my way. And this was the first one where it's like, I was watching it pretty much as an outsider, a little bit politically homeless, but just... My mouth was open the whole I think night, you mean like
3: politically unhoused.
0: Yeah. Okay. Correct. <laughs> corrections and retractions. <laughs> That's good. Um, and there was a lot of like jaw agape, just like what? What? Wow! Because I was just, I just assumed Hillary would win, and uh, like anybody else. But it was refreshing for me personally to be able to watch and not. I I wasn't like happy that Trump won but I wouldn't have been, I just, Hillary was going to win and I wasn't going to be upset about that. I didn't have the framework that maybe we'll touch on a little bit later of if, if, if Hillary wins, it's the end of America as you know it or vice versa. I didn't have any of that, which I love about myself. I'll just say that. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And that continues today. I, I, um, I want the things that make for peace. And that's where I do have a little low-grade anxiety, sometimes medium anxiety over whatever happens. It doesn't matter what happens tomorrow. And by the time you're listening to this, it will have just happened. But it probably won't have been settled because I'm guessing it's not going to be settled tomorrow. Um, If we're lucky, it will be because I would like it to be over. But, man, there's got to be some news executives that just just have the biggest figurative political boners right now over the prospect of dragging this out as long as possible and just milking every dollar out of this. And that's, that's depressing as well as the prospect for actual violence, no matter who wins is a possibility. And, uh, I hurt a little bit for that emotionally to be a little dramatic sounding, but it's, it's a legit feeling. Um, not for myself, but just, I know people on both sides of the spectrum that feel like the stakes uh, are as high as they possibly can go and they can't both be right because they both feel like America is over if their person doesn't win. Sorry, a little bit of a rant.
3: Yeah, and that's not uh that's not new that feeling that that America's over if your if your side doesn't win.
0: No.
1: And Where where were you 4 years ago?
3: Uh I was watching it here and I had one of my close friends who uh, let's, so transparency, I, I did vote for Trump last go around and I, and I voted for him specifically.
4: We'll, we'll
0: edit that out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because Satan. I was, I was really interested in having someone who had not been a, a, a lifelong politician in the role and, and was not interested in, in seeing the Clinton machine continue to roll. So uh,
0: have you stopped? not liking
3: black people since then (laughs) (laughs) and and so the the buddy who i was with at the time um he was devastated uh and and i i voted for trump but it was not it was not like an enthusiastic vote it was like i said i mean when you're coming from a place where you would my vote for him was almost it was almost anti-political if you can kind of put it that way. I
2: think a lot
1: of people so were in that
3: It was so
2: punk rock. So what's his, Rotten, what's that guy's name?
3: Uh, Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten, that's so uh, Johnny Rotten. Sid Vicious. It was, <laughs> speaking of which, I just watched a video this week, which was Saturday Night Live redoing that, where they, the history of punk rock, right. <laughs> and it's in the UK, and it has Fred Armisen being Sid Vicious with slash Billy Idol. He's just some like archetype uh, punk rocker, and he's totally anti-establishment until it gets to Margaret Thatcher <laughs> and he's very pro-Margaret Thatcher <laughs> and, and this whole band is like what? what? <laughs> well,
2: that, that's interesting that the uh, yeah, the punk rock and all, all that stuff, they're they're anti. They're, they don't want to be told what to do and there are groups that are trying to usurp that and trying to be like, if you want to be punk rock, then you got to do this. Like, well, uh, that's kind of antithetical to that's, like,
3: that's, the whole movement. That's the word, uh, anti-disestablishmentarianism.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's more syllables than Man, my brain can process. Would, it
3: used to be the longest word. I,
2: I would love to try hear to hear Biden try to say that word. (laughs)
0: Look, (laughs) you know, the thing, you know, the thing.
3: No, but the following, the following phone calls I had the next day with, with good friends of mine, I I remember one in particular and, and we talked through it all. And and I was being very intentionally like right down the middle and kind of vague and in my responses and, and being, um, empathetic of of the side where uh, you know, someone who things didn't people who'd voted for Hillary were feeling depressed and and sad. And uh and those who'd voted for Trump were feeling like me, mildly happy or extremely happy. And we got to the end of the conversation and and i and this was an indicator to me that i'd played it so perfectly down the middle because he said well well who did you vote for like at the end of our conversation he still didn't know
0: cut to you inside your head doing (laughs) high karate kicks like high front (laughs) kicks like yes (laughs) nailed it the winner no i then you're like i'm sorry
2: uh, you're breaking up i I got uh,
3: uh, well and i I genuinely thought like do i tell him do i do i and and so at that time, I, I told him, I said, well, I'll be honest with you. Like, here's who I voted for and here's why I voted for him. And I could hear the disappointment in his voice, the tone. And even though it was like, I, I gave my answer, which was like, it's it's anti-establishment. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, I could tell he was a little disappointed in me.
0: And that's, that's okay. I was all right with that. And you are still friends? We
3: are still good friends. Very good friends.
0: Now, um, which is a good thing. I think that we need more of that. The stakes are dialed so far up that I have personally witnessed people b- become unfriended on socials and in real life. IRL, Jeff, in case you... Was that what that means? In real life. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Well, we got two boomers in here, so that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the stakes are so high... Uh, we need a little bit more of remembering that uh, human beings vote for ways that are frustrating, in ways that you have no idea. But it's easy to just assume, oh, you're voting for this person. I got plenty of people on my side of the fence, on my side of the familial fence, where you vote for Biden, it means you, you hate America or you you want some kind of a socialist takeover, which is not true. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's the case with those voters. I don't believe that's going to be the case with Biden. You're going to get a version of Bush to Obama to what Hillary would have done. And you'll get some version of that. Maybe it's a little more left because the uh, Sanders wing has a little bit more say nowadays, it seems. But I don't know. I feel like there's so much financial interest on, on keeping things kind of the way they are that ultimately it's just going to be a, a version of crony capitalism that pisses everybody off and or or you like it or you trust it if your person is in office and and you you go along with it if your guy's in office or your gal um and if your person is not in office then you find ways to 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 fight against it that you just you, there's so many contradictions in that
3: it's interesting i am curious how many people play the you know the the role of just convincing themselves like avoiding avoiding those i don't know those those situations that don't fit their narrative for their tribe so right. to speak right and 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 i wish that there was better introspection or less just less defensiveness in general where people would be able to say yeah, that didn't go very well. Like if I'm going to if I'm going to have any sort of like I know like recently we had those um the congressional hearings with the uh Zuckerberg was on there. Um Jack Dorsey was on there too and the beard. Jerry. Yeah. Tim, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Dorsey.
0: He looked Everyone, terrible. Everyone's Why? talking about Jack Dorsey's beard. Also, he had a nose ring? Did he? Yeah. I just thought I was sweating snot. <laughs> Dorsey's
1: Twitter? Dorsey's yeah. Twitter. Yeah. The Apple guy.
3: So, so the only thing is, and I don't know if it's just lip service, but Google. at least they were. I heard moments where they were saying, "Yeah, we didn't get that one right," or sometimes we're not going to get it right, and and it was comforting. Again, maybe it's just lip service. Maybe they're like, "Yeah, mm, maybe yeah. we're not going to get it right forever." <laughs> <laughs> he cut to the behind yeah. his back. His fingers are crossed. <laughs> I know, but to finish the thought is, you know that. The, uh that kind of thinking could go a long way in in politics as well but you can never i mean when's the last time you heard a politician say yeah you know we didn't get that one right
0: yeah <laughs> you know um, suicide i uh one of the things that I, I meant to i don't think i mentioned at all during the brandon anders episode but it it's it's how um wow that just that was just right there. It was chambered as you were finishing. And Maybe it that's just why you didn't away. mention it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Hey, can I just thank you for this gin and tonic, Andy? I mean, just right out the gate, oh, yeah. Andy gave us gin and tonics, made, hand, mm. made handmade from scratch. Oh, yeah. and um, By a handmade? By a handmade. A handmade. Yes, I scratched them. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, you scratch? They're yeah. scratch and sniff. Uh, it is delicious. Uh, okay. okay, I got I it. Like, it's whoa. back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Thank you guys for indulging me. Donald <laughs> that, Trump. That
3: pause was brought to you by the gin and tonic. <laughs> Fueled for by sure. it. Oh, we lost uh, it. The,
0: uh, the... Good God. You okay? He's working up
2: yeah. for something. Wow. This,
0: this is going to be good. No, it's, it's how, it's, it's how the media has, um, they've been aggressive towards Trump. And I actually like that. I... I think that my my problem with it and my worry is it is that if it goes back to Biden, the media turns that valve off and they're less aggressive because I know it can drive people crazy that are Republicans when the media is going after Trump. Um, and they do, but I think that's kind of what the media should be doing. And the danger is like, They, they turn that off and cause I've seen a bunch of memes when they first, when Biden first announced Kamala, Kamala, sorry. I've noticed that she says it differently too. Uh, when pronounced Kamala, when, when chameleon, when she was first announced Biden, um, the, there was, the thought was, um, man, I'm like, you did Um, pour a little extra of the gin
3: in and so you
1: hit four did you hit four yeah now we got three people in the geriatric
2: category
3: (laughs) (laughs) let's all talk like joe go well you you were saying that you're you were actually glad that the that the news is taking trump to task and that
0: they're yes and if biden gets elected they'll turn it off if Biden gets elected, they will turn it off. And, um, we, we need, so the memes I saw were related to, we don't like, we understand there's a problem with Biden. There's a problem with Kamala, but we will hold them accountable. Let's get him in. Trump is a monster. We need to get rid of him, get him in, then we'll hold him accountable. And then, but just do the math and go back and think about, uh, be honest about Obama and the prosecution of journalists, the deportations of illegal immigrants was higher than any other president. The cages for were built, by, were built by him. That doesn't mean it's okay that it's continuing. I don't, I don't like that version of what about where it's like, well, what about him? He did it. It's like, okay, well let's think maybe it shouldn't have been done or maybe we need to think about how we're doing it better, how we should be doing it better. Um, and so, that's my worry is that partisanship prevents you from holding accountability. When you you have your people in power, you, you have, it's so easy to find a way to, then you're going to go on defense to defend them because Fox news will be coming, shooting their flaming arrows at, uh, at Biden. And I think, uh, that's, that, that's my worry is that no matter who's in, you just, you don't, the accountability never happens and we keep maintaining this bullshit two-party system. And that, that, that was part of the memes argument against voting third party was part of the, part of the deal. It was like, we can't vote two-party. It, this is too important. We have to, sorry, important. <laughs> so, um, important. I just worry that I know that's not going to happen and that's that's why it's like nope we for me it helps that it's california it doesn't really matter it's going to go blue or is it jeff oh but it, it could it could it, turn, it could but i did vote third party um last time for what that you reason this time <clears throat> this time same so lame i voted for joe <laughs> jorgensen <laughs> oh i saw his other name other joe scott who did you vote for <laughs>
2: I, I haven't voted yet, but I have filled out the, filled out the ballot.
1: And do you mind? Uh, sh- you want to share?
2: Are you undecided? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: top of the ticket, baby. Real well, top of the ticket is Biden. Kanye West. Really? Yeah. Oh. Not on mine. Oh, really? Yeah. On mine, Biden was first. Maybe you better go double check it. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I should go check. Oh, you guys canceled each other out. I should go check. Yeah, on mine, Biden was at the bottom. They they put. Trump really? at the top and Biden at Biden, Bibum really at the bottom uh, to separate them. I guess. I, I wonder if it was no. I wonder if it was to separate them. I don't know how to read here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm curious as if they mixed up. I mean, if they did, uh, you're not going to get the same order, and that got you know. Th- it's like having tests, like a test for a hundred, a hundred people. like a photo, and you get.
3: Uh, oh yeah, he's brought documented proof. And you, <laughs> it is fascinating, though, and, and you, it's great pod. Okay,
1: that's <laughs> totally different than mine. So Donald Trump is at the top of the president uh, voting area, and then it's Gloria, whatever, Stefan Rocky,
4: Gloria, Estefan. Rocky,
1: and <laughs> Kanye.
3: How, I was a, yeah. I was a heartbeat away from voting Jorgensen, for Kanye,
1: and then Biden. On mine, it was that Biden costs. first. In fact, every Democrat was first. Every single. Oh, really? Yeah, every single one.
2: So I had I had an another another one where Republican was first, in in another for some orange candidate from so
3: right. They, yeah, so they do mix, mix it up. up. Scott's voting multiple times this year, which is good. <laughs> yeah, again, vote early. Yeah, do you want to see my the <laughs> other the other <laughs> ballot
1: I filled out? Oh, I sure do, and so do the listeners. <laughs> This will uh, be, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll have your ballot be the picture of no, of,
3: oh, oh that's God. good. Yeah. We can put that
1: on there. Rose Bibles and beer art.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Scott's ballot. Scott's
3: ballot will be, <laughs> <laughs> will be the,
1: the, uh, yeah. episode artwork. By the way, are you allowed to take
3: pictures in the
1: voting area? I don't think so. I
3: don't think you're allowed to. I did it. I did it before. Okay. And I think I, this is back when I was still on social media. Mm, it was the last one or two before. And I remember my caption was jazz the vote. (laughs) Not rock the vote. Let's jazz Jazz the vote this year. Jazz the vote. Yeah. Hmm. Such a disruptor. And
1: that they did. Okay, so there's four of us and one has so you're an added Trump voter out of the so the Trump voter. The thing yep, the thing was that they said Oh What did Andy say? I'm no. Let me uh let me tell you lies. Um if you are a Trump voter in 2016, you're a Trump voter today. You're not switching. If there is additions to Trump, uh, it is going to be, I mean, it, even if it's just three or 4%, which they're already predicting three or at least three or 4% will have come from like uh, independent or non-voting to uh, Trump voting. And Biden would not be able to hold on to some of the Clinton votes. Um, they either just drop off in general, or um, they would vote in some other way, whether it was Trump or anyway. There, there's, there's, there really. I'm here to tell you that it's going to be a landslide. It's going to be a Scott, red. Could landslide. You pass the uh, dressing? <laughs> So, uh, now I'd like uh, to I'd like to read a newspaper article about a lady who was planting flowers today. Uh,
3: it turns out Janine makes the best chili in the county. What's your What's your secret to your recipe? No,
2: but that's and, a good point.
1: Who'd you vote for? I voted for Kanye West. It's
3: the cumin. Yeah, uh, that's the a good. That's, that's
2: a good point, though. There, there's the the hashtag walkaway movement. So the, um, I forget the the guy's name, but he's a, he's a gay guy
3: cast. Oh, Dave Rubin. No, uh, well, Tim, well, me, M- Milo. Uh, there, yeah. Two words. <laughs> I forget his name. First name, last name,
2: but, ha- uh, he started the hashtag walk away movement and, um, so he's gay, but, and he voted for Obama, but yeah, he's, he, he switched, uh, and a lot of people have joined this, this movement and a lot of them are gay. So there's <laughs> it. it there seems to be, and I don't know how significant it is, but it seems to be um, a good good number of gay people who are voting for Trump. And I, this is also seen in the Blexit. Well, so the I did
3: see that. Black exit. Yeah, that. I, and I saw the uh, the YMCA Trump parade in Beverly Hills. And oh, good grief. Yeah. Were but, there more
2: sailors or were there more bikers?
3: It was on the sailor side. We'll, we'll edit that out. it's um, so, a real thing. I'm reporting on the news. That's what we're doing that's, now, I guess. If that's
0: what they want to dress as. It's possible. The polls. It was Halloween. Now, Zach. Let's go
3: to Zach for the weather.
0: The polls have been s- showing just another, uh, Trump is not going to win. And last time it was, they got the popular vote right generally in the polls. They didn't account for the Electoral College. That's where they got it wrong. It didn't go the way they thought it would. And supposedly they've corrected in their metrics. They've corrected for all that, and they're still showing a sizable Biden win. So it will be interesting to see how it plays out. Like I, like last week when everybody predicted and kind of everybody was on board with, well, I didn't really predict. I rode the fence. but. I could see it going to Trump and having it just be another shitstorm of like I cannot believe this happened again.
3: The shy Trump voter, that's the uh that's the the phenomenon they're calling. Right.
0: Yeah, and and the um the
2: different types of questions that they they've been asking, so they go with the what's called the uh shoot, I forget the name of it, but it essentially is
3: you uh what are your friends so it's like your neighbors. Yeah, oh, who are you voting for? Oh, I'm voting for Biden. Who are your yeah. neighbors voting for? Uh, they're all voting for Trump. Yeah. yeah. So that the numbers
2: change dramatically yeah. when asked if if who who someone else might be voting for. Trump's numbers go up, and yeah. and that does that does make sense because there is <clears throat> one particular group who tends to act out physically against another particular group uh, as opposed to the other way around.
3: So I am um, curious though, where do you guys land on uh, in general, the the whole discussion about this, it, it it like two things that pop into my head are number one, America is founded on rejecting uh, British rule, effectively having a King. And then they um inst- and then they create a president, which is another word for king. In in many ways, uh, it is, it is like a, a faux monarchy.
0: We have our own royal families. We have our own royal families, which, which the, is interesting. Didn't um,
2: what didn't what's her name the who, who married Prince uh, Charles or whatever? Not Prince Charles, uh, Meghan Markle. Me- Meghan Markle. She I mean, said, I don't know. She says she wanted to run for <laughs> it. Is yeah, it's she says she wanted to run for president. Is like ah. Uh... Well, you're you're actually a princess of another country. I'm not sure.
3: I'm not sure that yeah. they will go over too Have well. That's an, it up. Interesting. So, but but what it did make me think of was, uh, but they denounced their throne, is it, it, didn't they? I mean, the the Book of Kings is effectively uh, Israel was asking for asking God for a king, right. and and God was like, "Are you sh- are you sure you want this?" He told them to not. To not have a king. Yeah. And they're like, no, we want this. And he's like, okay, you're going to get what you're asking for. And then he gave him
2: rules. He gave rules for the king, of course, which they disobeyed that as well. Yeah.
3: Right. And so uh, while I don't feel like God has been actively, well, I don't know. He hasn't been telling me, don't have a king. Have you guys been getting anything lately? Let me check. (laughs) (laughs) Nope uh I, oh, I don't, oh, wait 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 no no but the, there does feel a little bit of a connection there and and because for for whatever reason in my mind the the concept of tribalism seems stronger when you're using the, the concept of a king and it and historically it seems like it's always it's always been there and so uh have we as a nation kind of like drifted back into this? I don't know. Is this, is this third Kings? Are we, are we, in the book, are we in the book of third Kings? That is the episode name.
0: Yeah. I think there's a version of that. I mean, I, I am okay with people that don't profess to be Christians being all into their political team and going full throttle with it. I, I could still make a good argument about why that's not a great idea, and why we should um, consider a more uh, personal freedom approach, and being aware of your individual your individuality as well as the community you're a part of, and how you can help that using your gifts, and how all that can kind of work together in a holistic way that is healthier than what how we've been doing it. But, but for
2: for the non but I, I think you're you're talking about the non-religious yeah, but, groups. So, I, yeah, yeah, well, w- but w- the
0: w- religious groups, it's, yeah,
2: but what would you recommend for the non, like if they were not going to do that, not, uh, be political, would it, would the recommendation be the same? Um, if the non-religious groups were going to be political, we're not going to be political. Cause you started out by saying, I recommend that my non-religious people.
0: Yeah. Well, I was, my. I was going to circle back to the, the religious people. The part that's oh, yeah. frustrating to me was is when you dislike yeah. right now, there's, there is there is a religious left movement that seems to be stronger than it was in the past. And they reject, they they call out the misgivings and the problems of the religious right being connected to politics in ways that are maybe unhealthy. And I think you can make a good case for that. But then, if you end up doing a version of that that just appeals to your religious slash political sensibilities, that's no better. If if it involves something that has a monopoly on power, which is the state, and so if you're just reappropriating the state to do your bidding, um, you're doing the thing that you hated, and which is kind of what we do in general. And it is a religion. It. it, it they're, yeah. There's. Yeah. They're secular
2: by identify by self identity, but they they have. I mean, it is they have the elements of religion. They have the main tenets. These are the things.
1: No, that, uh, well,
0: you're talking about something yeah. different now. Like what, I'm what, not talking what, about what that quadrant I, I, of this conversation. Are we in? I I, I don't know. We're just flowing. Uh, well, it's just the <laughs> I'm talking about religious people that that reject people the religion and state connection of the right uh, and they switch to the left, but then they end okay. up doing a, a same version of right, that. Okay. And that's where it's like, no, you, you they called out for good out. reason. The, the connections that are unhealthy between using the state, appropriating the state for your religious power. That's yeah. not a good connection. But then when you do it, when you want to do a version of that over here on the left, that's not a good thing either. And, um uh, okay. And that, okay. that's where it's like pull back and the kingdom of God is something that operates uh, outside of the uh, the way of the world, which is this left-right paradigm and getting yeah. th- things done through a monopoly on power. And I, and I think, stringing back to what Andy was saying,
2: just lick the mic, that's gross.
0: <clears throat> Why would you do
3: that? Thank goodness no one beside you yeah. uses that. Mike, I'm gonna put a sticker on this. Nine months ago, it wouldn't be gross, but now it's gross. This is Scott's COVID, Mike. Uh,
2: <laughs> that, yeah, a king or a president, whatever you want to call it. Well, I mean, there is a difference. I mean, separation of powers and all this stuff. But at some point, if you squint, you can see the difference. Yeah, it's at some point. Um, for a society, for for individual people to cooperate, there for that to happen for that cooperation there has to be some form of power or institution outside of the person that can govern because if, if there's not then each individual has has uh is a constituent and they want they have their wants and needs it's like relativism and yeah who so it still comes down to who gets what when and how it's still an, an economic question how how do in how do individuals cooperate as a society without some overarching rules that that you you give up some of your rights to protect others protect other rights to cooperate as a community so that you can so society can progress so that, that becomes yeah. a question and, we and we seem to, what do you a, cr- call that? We but seem yeah. to be at a
1: crossroads there in our society, a crossroads where we have two groups that don't, they they believe polar opposite or even if they don't, they feel like the other side is so far from their thinking that they're like, you should be put in prison. You're an awful person.
2: <laughs> we could circle back to that. There's an emotional too. quality.
1: Wow. No, but this comes down to: if this doesn't happen, it it will be the end. The end of it. Yeah. And, well, and Zach, come on, Zach, yeah. Zach, Zach
0: actually had this it, idea of. I mean we're we're running we're running forty here. <laughs> is, it, is it the end of the world as we know it? Uh, right. Is this the most important thing? I do have a couple of clips. Because um, there's emotional quality to these elections that Be-
2: before we go to those, I just, sure. to To uh, go back to Andy and, and the King's question in in the, the Bible in the, the early Israel um, uh, after they left Egypt and wandering in the desert, but it's not that they didn't have a leader, right? It, and so I think that's a just a, yeah, a, a, that's fair. A point to you. You can't leave out. Um, it's just for some reason they didn't want a prophet to lead them. They wanted some.
0: Yeah, some they wanted yeah. a version of they see their neighbors. Oh, these people have these things. Yeah, we should do that too. Yeah, and I have a question
3: that I think is interesting for us to go after, but it's it's going to divert us a little bit. So maybe let's hit this, and I'll hold on to that question, and we'll we'll come back to it.
4: All
0: right, let me just start with this one and we'll see what happens. I'm going to click it now. They
5: will be held the most important election you have ever been called upon to attend. That is the Philadelphia Aurora newspaper in 1805. And it goes on. Today you are to meet your old and uniform political opponents, the Federalists, who are supported by a mongrel faction destitute of all principles.
0: 1805. So it goes back. I mean, I'm sure there's a version of it that goes back. He was further. This is from a podcast called The Pessimist Archive. Um, When we first started doing What Are You Consuming? I think I mentioned them. It's worth listening to, if only for the history on new technologies that freak people out. And they're like, oh, my God, this is going to bring society down. Some of these things are like bicycles or the waltz. But at the time, they're super. At the time, people are really freaked out about it. And then, with hindsight and a, a knowledge of history, we might have a bigger picture today. Even though, yes, there are some problems that are real and big and hurt people or impact people. None of this should should discount that. But. I feel like that podcaster
3: went to a Montessori school, and when he got home at the end of the day, he would go to his mom and go, Mom, guess who got an A in Annunciation? (laughs) That's right. This guy. There is a little bit of that. I went to
1: Montclair, Montessori in Omaha, Nebraska, Andy. This
3: is (laughs) my golden star for Annunciation, mother.
0: But just the idea of the most election ever, the most important election ever. is This uh, one is it. This, this one is definitely it. This is the most important, the until most important election. Until two years from
3: now. This is the most recent election ever.
1: <laughs> that is a fact. I mean... <laughs> People don't say that this is a most important election. This is the most important election. They've never said that before. Ever.
5: Americans have been told since at least a few decades into the country's existence that many or most or even all of the elections they're called to vote in are the most important. And it makes me wonder... Why this phrase? And why has it endured for so long? Well, let me tell you a story that maybe will encapsulate it. This is
6: Jim, and he knows a few things about elections. Jim Messina, I was Barack Obama's campaign manager and deputy White House chief of staff. And when Jim was serving as
5: Obama's campaign manager, often around two o'clock in the morning, I'd get a call from the smartest political
6: operative in the world, which is Bill Clinton. Two in the morning. Hello? Good evening. Always in the middle of the night, always woke me up. And Bill Clinton would always say, Jim, ever
0: Oh, he definitely had Coke on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, always in the middle of the night, Clinton's waking him up talking Get out to him of
6: like <laughs> What are you doing, Jam? Yes, he's under my desk. Every presidential election around the world is always a referendum on the future. And if you win that referendum, you'll win the election. If you don't, you won't. And when you start to kind of look back at how people begin Words to of wisdom, that, Lloyd, <laughs> it has become Duh. sort of de rigueur in American politics to make one of the benchmarks for why you should participate into this election has consequences. And it's incredibly important. And some mm. politicians have okay. short-circuited that by saying it's the most important election of our lifetime. And of course,
5: Jim's own candidate used the phrase too, but Jim says Obama didn't really like the pause phrase, real
3: quick. So inst- uh, in his defense, I mean, it is COVID. Who knows how long anyone's lifetime is? That's so right. it That's true. technically could be.
2: Well, I mean, we made it past 2012, which is a miracle. And right. it's already 12 months after AOC said the is going to end. You know what?
0: I am going to not play the rest of that, which was going to include Obama making a passing reference to, you know, politicians often say it's the most election, but this one actually is. And they they go on to talk about how Obama just recognizing the bullshittery of that, but then actually saying the bullshittery right. made it more believable. And people believed Obama more because he acknowledged how it's, it's bullshit. For the first time, we had, you know, a, uh, you know, clean,
2: clean cut, well-spoken, uh you know, black person. He's very that, he's
1: very
0: articulate. You know, you, know, you guys have already articulate. quoted is that a
4: Biden quote? You quoted <laughs> Biden multiple <laughs> times and you've reached it's your quote. quote. It's a Biden right. quote. Oh my you know, gosh. Biden
2: Biden is the one he's the racist man. So, ah, it's so right. frustrating.
3: Do you have more on this, though, don't you? Well,
0: I do. You mentioned 2012, and I'll play a quick okay. one that's yeah. kind of humorous and then keep, no, no. keep it's what good. you're thinking. i still remembering it.
6: If we look to history, Chuck our great Norris, country and freedom are under attack. We're at a tipping point, and quite possibly our country as that's we know Chuck it. That's Chuck Norris? If we look to history, our over... great country and freedom are under attack.
0: Our great country and freedom oh. are under attack.
3: Also, uh, was he possessed by Ronald Reagan? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't sound well, like. Well,
3: I, I don't remember. Sounds like he asked. It's not well, an ass kicking Reagan
4: was Chuck old Norris, though
0: when he was president. Yeah, he well, was. is that he was younger no, than these two guys? Is uh, that
2: Norris pop- is
3: old. That, that, that doesn't
0: <laughs> yeah that Jeff, does bode well for Norris. You, but this
3: is 2012. Well, I'll kick you in the face with uh, mm. my left foot.
6: <laughs> We're at a tipping point, and quite possibly oh my our God. country, as we know it's it, right there, may be lost forever if we don't change may be lost
0: forever and ever keep in mind 2012 before the obama re-election we will cease to be a country so if we don't elect romney the country is lost Mm -hmm. (laughs) forever romney Uh, of course
6: our country is headed we know you love your family and your freedom as much as Gina and i do and it is because he of was that standing with his wife and no longer sit quietly or stand on the sidelines and watch our country go the way of socialism or something. Don't sit. Worse. Don't
3: stand. What, what am I supposed to do?
6: <laughs> <laughs> can't sit quietly.
0: Can't stand, and stand. Get in a squat. <laughs> okay. Continue. So that was it. Socialism no. or some other evil. And that was Obama got elected. Somehow he survived in general, uh, uh, this is Republican not
4: Republican
3: held Senate. And, yeah.
0: It's not, uh, it's not anybody's gain or fault, but in general, things are better for more people than they ever have been, including right now. Um, certain problems notwithstanding, but that's, uh, that one tickles me. I love that one. Just the, every year it, it is the most important and may, technically maybe it is every year. It just keeps ramping up. Um, kind of like
5: this. So in short, the phrase is doing three things. It's raising the stakes, it's creating a bond, and it's driving engagement. Which, when you think about it, makes this is the most important election of our lifetime a lot like a different kind of contest. One where the contestants are just as self-interested, but considerably more attractive.
1: The most shocking finale in Bachelor history. Here's a special look at what promises to be one of the most dramatic and emotional finales ever. This season of The
6: Bachelor is an unbelievable journey like you've never seen before. But this new season of The Bachelorette is like nothing you've ever seen before. (laughs) And it's not because of the pandemic.
5: Oh, sick. (laughs)
4: That's good. Clicks and views, man. Clicks and views. They do
2: that in sports. Um, Like, hey, this is the most important game. And yeah, you can do They don't do win that. this one. Yeah. That uh, was the most unbelievable catch. Scott. Well,
3: it, it's because we're narrative consuming creatures and we need, we need a story and a storyline to lock into. And, and because we're living in a world where we're inundated with information and storylines, it's got to stand out. And so the superlatives are the things that like, that they've got to, they've got to end up throwing out, but you know, I mean just like you demonstrated with the bachelor pet we're we're becoming numb to those things so we see it escalate that's which I don't know how you start escalating beyond the most ever I I would um and I I think I would take a maybe a
2: slightly <clears throat> different angle is that <clears throat> each election as you're approaching it Is the most important election. Like this is the thing you're looking for. This is the thing you can affect. Ever though?
3: I don't care about ever. That's the point. It's that it's ever. There's never been one in history that's more important than this. In my view. It's the most important one this year. Potentially
2: irrelevant. Potentially irrelevant whether you throw ever on there. Uh, But the one that's coming up is the one that is going to affect your life next. And you might have a chance to do something about it now ever if if you want to put ever on there well then you got to look at is there a point like let's 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 bring up the maybe a a, a the most famous person that we, people like to uh use as a bad example
0: kim kardashian will kim kardashian
2: okay so the night when they they videota- Never mind.
4: <laughs>
0: thanks uh, for going along uh but
2: in i don't know let's say 19 19- uh, twenty four, was that a pretty important election? I don't know what actual year that was in Germany. Is that it was pre- nineteen twenty four? Is that a pretty important election? Maybe the most important election ever in the history of Germany. I, I'm just saying, at some point in a nation's history, there is an election where things can turn and but she- really shape that country for the better or for the worse. There's yeah. a, a crossroads at some point. I'm not sure if this is. This is one, but so I would at say at some important.
1: point- I would say important. We know when we reflect back on, we're yeah. like that election was that defined. Like you're saying, that defined right. the next twenty years or the next, you know, whatever. But we certainly
3: don't know it going into it. Right. That'd be great. What if the language all j- just changed? This might be the most important election ever
4: <laughs> the, but that's what I was the psychological part we'll of it Giving you the cliffhanger right.
5: <laughs> but the, even better i hope you're listening that's how you
1: would talk about the bachelorette influencers. Uh,
3: but tune in next decade
1: the, there's a psychological <laughs> impact to this is the most important election of i know your it's, life.
3: Hype, it's hype man
1: Zach, i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm bringing socialism in uh i'm i'm saying that that's only used because it's just a psycho, psycho psychological words that will grab you for the moment and hopefully drive your emotions up and then you know you'll go and you'll go and vote blue or red or whatever it is you're going to do I feel
0: like there's a lot of there's a lot of doomsday profiteering In and the, everyone is believing their doomsday profit at the same time whether it's a news from whatever perspective, political, religious. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like back in the day it was the guy holding the end is nigh sign and everybody kind of was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But nowadays the end is nigh for everything all the time and we believe it. And I, there's some narcissism in there. Maybe social media is to blame a little bit, but, uh, Social we want to media feel is like we, of we are the ones that will. Well, yes, we're social. So, so. I know
3: that's our whipping boy, though. Social it, media is, always is our whipping boy. I think I wouldn't be surprised if advertising played an even larger role, honestly, because it is. This is all like variations on on advertising.
2: Advertising on social media.
3: <laughs> oh, the perfect But people storm.
1: wouldn't turn on like TV was the medium and or the radio. People wouldn't like, I got to get back on, you know, the radio. I got to get back on the TV. It's like that you're walking around with your, their marketing scheme for you
2: in your hand, uh, 24 seven. That that's a problem. Yeah. And I, and I had a, a, a Democrat tell me that if Trump wins, our, our democracy is over. Yeah. For him. I've heard
3: a version of that. So I'm curious if, uh, the, the question that I had thought of, I just remembered this line from an old Bob Dylan song where he says, uh, it, it was when he'd become a Christian. It was during that like phase in his life where he was a Christian and he wrote some song and, and a line in his song is, uh, you, you got s- to serve somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and that was his, his point was like, uh, whatever that thing is, whoever that person is, like you're making a choice. And so I wonder, you know, we can't, we don't have listeners on here, but I wonder if, if, if we in our own lives identify, like (laughs) who's the president we're voting for, that president could be anything at at all. But do we, do we find ourselves effectively serving uh, some other thing other than, than God at times? It's probably, I'm sure that's not, constant but
2: yeah in the context of of uh
1: Wait, politics, I or? we weren't gonna
3: have difficult questions tonight andy That's <laughs> no i'm trying to validate the uh second b in our podcast name a little bit <laughs>
5: <laughs> what's the biblical response andy i
3: i i mean in general like if if we take the, the idea that that uh people have have aligned so heavily in in terms of feelings of tribalism and that 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 is spearheaded by an individual who is running for president running for office and and they're willing to throw their lives and their relationships behind the support of this person that is an action or activity or a way of thinking that can also manifest in other areas of our lives that we throw our that you know, we effectively serve some other thing, whether it is money, whether it is, uh, you know, safety, sex, blah blah blah. F- fill in the uh, fill in the blanks there. But I'm I am kind of curious about that thing. Is is if we substitute uh, God for other things in our lives, and it's it it's probably a moving target. Wait, we are going there. Wow. Okay.
0: I wanted right. to ask you more about safety sex because <laughs> like what does that look like or I think that's kind of equipment. Yeah,
3: well, you know, if you're not
4: sure where <laughs> is, uh, the partner's traffic been,
0: traffic cones are involved. Andy, I'm going to answer your question. Oh,
1: oh, all right. Wow. Uh I don't think I necessarily replace. I certainly don't replace God with something else, but I do have distractions out there that pull me in other directions, but it's not replacing god does that make sense
0: i think you're trying to be generous to yourself to avoid feeling guilty for replacing god with
3: things (laughs) (laughs) well maybe it's not replacing god but but i think part of what my the dots of my brain is connecting is is where we get most energetic and 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 most passionate about are those things outside of who god is and and like are we more passionate about politics and sports than we are about God? Yeah, that's a good question.
2: And and of course, it's not one or the other. You, you can, Andy, you can you're, do you're politics. an asshole.
3: For <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the Holy Spirit convicting you, Jeff. It's not me. And you called him an asshole. And I gendered the Holy Spirit.
0: Wow. That's really close to blaspheming. blasphemy of me of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Blasp of me. I repent.
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah, not one or the other. You can do you can be involved in politics and then not be a replacement it be yeah, know, no, just no, like no. other things,
0: but it should inform.
3: And that's not what I'm saying to be, to be clear. Like, let's imagine right. that we have to create a hierarchy. We have to stack rank all the things in our lives. Yeah. And, and the question is, do we find ourselves? And, and, and I think that's that stack rank is always moving. Like, I, I don't think it's static. Right. And so, so what are the things that you find sometimes if you did a, spot check on yourself and went you know what uh i think spots two one two and three become interchangeable at times in my life god supports politics would be that let's let's god <laughs> let's politics. work with those family whatever you know like any of Family's those four yeah well it's been a good year for la fans so <laughs>
0: <laughs> i almost
3: think,
0: wait except for never mind go ahead <clears throat> except for the rams kings and the Kings. God, don't even get me started. Old sports. I don't care. Well, the fact is
1: you can create a list, but then once you look at that list, like you could hand it to your spouse for, you know, or your best friend or whatever it might be. And you say, Oh, here's my list of priorities. This is my number one, like, uh, they might call you out and be like, "Dude, your number one is not your number one." Ooh, like if you were, mm-hmm. if you're married, you got family, and all you do is hang out with your buddies and play, you know, playing cards and playing golf for the weekend. That uh, they're like, "Dude, you need to maybe rethink your list here." That may be what you would love it to be, and you believe it to be, but in reality, is it really your priority list? And that could come down to like faith and politics and friendships and uh, marriage and all that. And you, you make the list, but there's a gut check there where you look in the mirror and you're like, Ooh, but there's, there's a whole lot of, you know, yeah. coming to Jesus moment
3: there where you got to be honest. That's good. That's a good deflection. So what's on your list?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus is number one. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> really, I'm not asking what's. I'm not really asking what's on the list. All I'm really asking is, as we're in the most intense moments, where in our country we, it, we could ma- easily make the statement that there is could be a large percentage of people that are placing politics above religion in their lives. Like they're going to be distraught, Christians
1: distraught that believe, you know, let's say Biden loses, Trump wins, and they're just like,
3: oh, I, I don't, like, I don't care war, how they feel war. after. No, I'm no. just saying right now, like, right, but there's the reality. Most, there's the most important thing to them in their lives no, right now. Okay, so so if you're again, you're stack ranking the priorities of influence in your life. Again, I'm trying to tie it back, like. Bob Dylan's comment, you gotta serve somebody. So what are you serving? It's your idea that you are internally serving politics, number one. That is that becomes yours. Somebody could utilize that as well,
1: I'm serving God by supporting this candidate. And you're like, you're
3: bullshitting yourself. I mean maybe, maybe, or, you're, or maybe you're delusional, or maybe you do believe it, or
2: That's a good question. Is or, that well, I guess we got to ask first, is that possible? And then if it's possible, Joe Biden. Then is it, is is that the case in this? The particular... Bible says that
0: all things are possible, Scott.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not playing in the NBA. <laughs> I, uh,
2: yeah, my,
3: my point really is is trying to get down. Yeah, to, what's like, your point, Andy? Well, I've given it three times. I'll give it to you a fourth time. Hopefully, you get it this time, Jeff. Yeah, uh, I'm getting my pay, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the point is is really like again we're the, 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 the reference back to when Israel's asking for a king and God's saying, like, are you sure you really want to get a king? And, and mm-hmm. it is, I think, and, and I should have looked this up beforehand, so my, my bad memory has not served me very well here, but, but the idea then that, that God's people at that time were not satisfied with who God was and God's provision in their life, And they wanted a physical, tangible leader on earth to be able to follow after. And some of that we could probably imagine was just some cultural and human characteristics that, that draw us to that, that we want that, that we seek after that for better or for worse.
2: Well, they started, that wasn't the first thing that they were dissatisfied with when they, they leave and then they're complaining about the food that God is providing and the they say, oh, you know, we wish we could go back to Egypt and be slaves again. Can well, I get
3: a salad at yeah. least? <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know, my
1: kids do that all the time. <laughs> oh, why are we going to eat steak? I'm like, you know what? Out. Go, go find
0: food. <laughs> you know, guys, turns out uh, manna is the candy corn of ancient Egypt. <laughs> it is, uh, man. It's coriander <laughs> and it's, it has honey in it, man. This is bland. Everyone hates it, it though. Being but,
3: it. but I, but I, yeah, so, so I wonder that. in, in this, our most inten- intense season of seeking after. He's trying for a fifth time, guys. <laughs> I'm dropping in. I I'm haven't,
0: done. no, I, have, I, I think I have, well, I have a personal anecdote. Yes. Um, oh, fantastic. It's, um, go ahead, Zach. It's going to be a little humble, braggy. Again? You've already done <laughs> that once in this podcast. <laughs> well, you quoted Biden three times. You're only supposed to do two, so. <laughs> Uh, Come on, man! No, but it's uh, man. My somehow Lisa man. and I have cultivated. We have friends on many different sides of political and religious spectrums, and we're almost like a neutral party where it's not that everything. You don't like conflict, do you? Well, that's part of it. Sorry, that's continue. the that's the dark side of the superpower. But it is the the upside of the superpower is you talk people and they feel comfortable talking to you no matter where they're at. And I want to somehow impart that to the kids, to my girls, that no matter what you believe, like you can have strong beliefs and have convictions and, and really seek the truth, but hold it in a way that you can be there. You can be somebody for everyone in a time of need, What you know, whether it's just somebody venting or whatever it is. Um, basically have that agape love mentality and not need to, uh, you don't need to conform your beliefs. You don't, but you also, don't need to prove your beliefs wrong towards people. And you can be that kind of a safe space and a place people go to, to feel judgment free. Um, if they need help, whether it's just venting or if they need help, I mean, we've had, we've had both and somehow that now it's more intentional for Lisa and I, but I don't think it was always intentional. Like we were, this is what we wanted to do, but somehow it's sort of fallen in that vein. And Jeff, you're joking about it. There is a downside. And part of the reason we're there is because I have a, I'm very conflict adverse. So it, it is easy for me to avoid confrontation. And some of that just makes, that has made me a better listener, but also the trick is knowing when is the appropriate time to be like, you know what, this is not safe for you or, I need to step up and like vocalize where there is a problem or where there should be a little declaration. That's a tricky thing. And that comes with wisdom, but give me the last time that that happened with you. <sighs> Were you three? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, uh, The last time that happened. Well, it's been a uh, close, close friends where combination of them knowing they could come to me with uh some real storm happenings but then being able to like ask difficult questions to kind of challenge uh, i can't really go into detail when you yeah. look okay. is
1: it, and when you look is it still you being neutral and just being a a, a you know You're questioning. uh, I'm really just trying to prove you wrong.
0: It's being, I know (laughs) it's being for it's them knowing that I am for their thriving and their family's thriving. And so I can ask difficult questions, but it's in a way that somehow doesn't betray that, that base of I am for you. None of this is about me saying you're wrong and shoving your nose in the shit.
1: And the, and to use your word cultivating it's, it's friendships, it's relationships that you've cultivated that you do have that. I took horticulture
0: in yeah, high
3: school to get right, an
0: A, right. and I got that A. I got it. I'm glad you planted that I I didn't get a lot of A's, but in horticulture, I did.
3: Well, that was touching. It had nothing to do with my question. <laughs> Dang
2: it. <laughs> all right, Andy, a sixth time.
0: Well, that was honest. Uh, yeah, we all, we all, who, who do you uh, serve?
2: Uh, we, <laughs>
1: Well, I think, I think we all serving, do that. It is. I know. I know. It we just all doesn't do. Get it? No. It, the serving part. It is a place that people go to where they don't even realize I'm serving as you money, or I'm serving myself, or I'm whatever it might be, and people say one thing a lot of times, and they're really serving something else, and actually they use their voice and their leverage to to do what they need and they say, oh yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm a godly man and they're doing something else. And I, it, it could be anything. It but
0: reminds me of my favorite bumper sticker. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yeah. That's my favorite one.
2: That's a good one. It's one of the, Joshua. Know, one, probably, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Good reference. I was thinking about that. I was like, uh, yeah,
4: yeah, Joshua. Yeah.
3: I mean, because you said it. I'll take the gold star for the episode. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Do you think that um, this hierarchy down. thing of, you know, obviously like putting God at the front, I think for a lot of people that means that can look really gross and religious and rigid. And you, you think it's like doing things as a Christian bunny ears, like like explicitly that means when you're in the restaurant, you need to make sure everyone knows that Jesus died for their sins. And, <laughs> and cause I've been around those people and, and where it's like street preacher types where every interaction has yes. to be declared with that. And that, can, that in my opinion, probably may differ, differ here, but the point is not to, to argue about this, but that can be really gross and manipulative feeling. Um, having been on the other end of that, uh, so, and I'm wondering if that that serving the Lord that can look a lot more like boots on the ground and like integrated, holistic day to day interactions, and it's just filtering through what you're doing, and it's not a hey, let me make sure I put this Jesus right. bumper sticker on right. everything I'm there are doing. Extremes on
2: extremes both ways because you can you can get into that. Well, I'm just just me living my life is serving the Lord. That's what everyone does. You just live your life. So, I mean, there, there's there's extremes bo- both
0: ways. So, yeah, sometimes yeah. the Lord looks like cussing yeah. at Jared Goff watching the Rams. <laughs> That's my Lord on Sunday.
3: <laughs> Thank you for answering. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think,
2: uh, or I'm thinking about, like, what's the difference between being politically active and going to work? You're going to work. You're not like, you're not, your mind isn't thinking about the Lord the whole time you're at work, but you kind of got to go to work. Um, in our system, we have the ability to be involved in, in politics and shape our, shape our society potentially uh, by our vote and by our advocacy. That, that can be, uh, well, it is. I mean, it's a part of our lives. I mean, that, uh, yeah, so it's not, it's definitely not antithetical to serving the Lord. It's the extremes that we're talking about. Is is that becoming more important? Are you talking about that more than the Lord? Uh, and definitely, if you're doing more political stuff than taking care of your family, then yeah, sure that that's sin.
3: Uh, well, that's interesting. You know, maybe that's well, like what what is if it, what I hear you saying is maybe there's there's a variation where all of these activities it can in a healthy way be a version of serving the lord
2: yeah yeah exercise uh being being involved in your kids sports
3: yeah that could that could be an idol sure and it, it, it yeah and the idol maybe is the the word that's been missing from the equation here which is at some point, and that's why I was kind of like alluding to, it, like it feels like it's always a moving list, right? It's never static. It's just day to day. Things just change. And over months, like whatever. Uh, yes. All of a sudden, uh, you got really into CrossFit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> None
3: of us here. Clearly. Well, maybe you Zach, Maybe Zach. you're questionable, but no, uh, uh,
0: that, they, they work out their legs too much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, uh, but that is the thought came to mind which is like well, so what does that mean if we're saying that you're to serve god and and maybe what we're landing on is it it takes lots of shapes but but it's it's if we get the priority backwards of of the activity itself is no longer serving god it is serving itself it becomes the thing the end point
2: yeah like in the 10 commandments it's love the first commandment is love the lord your god and then the other and then the second one is to have no other gods those two are distinct and then the others follow and those are, they always, you know, talk about upward, the first couple or first three or something are upward and then the others are
3: outward. The sir, uh, uh, But not because inward. Because everyone knows that God lives in the sky. Right. That's right. Right. Yes. Continue. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, well, when Jesus prayed, he looked up. He was a human just like us. He got things wrong. Hey, they had keep going, back then, keep going Scott. Don't uh, let me trigger see? you. Keep going. Keep going. Keep <laughs> going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, but but yet, serving God is,
2: is distinct from serving others. Now, Ooh, now I would th- heartily disagree. Well, we should
3: we should talk about that. That's a good
6: one. What
2: I'm saying that write that down for the future. And I'm saying that there you can serve God by serving others. Just by, just by doing something for someone doesn't mean you're serving God. There's a distinction. There's a distinction there.
3: Yeah. I heard this. I think I've used it here before, or you guys have heard me say that phrase that I did not. I did not create this, but. uh, Jeff, wake up. How we love others is how we love God and how we love God is how we love others. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, um,
2: I I think it's Jesus. He said, uh, or Paul, I can't remember, but he said, you say you love God, but you hate your neighbor. But if you if you if you can't love the person that you see, how can you love the the one that you can't see?
3: Yeah, and what you did for the least of these, you did for me. Yeah, that's another good one. So you're yeah.
0: kind of you're agreeing with that, but also you would say there's like a next level of direct loving God, just just that be is separate yeah. from loving other people
2: yeah just because someone does something for someone doesn't mean they're serving god
0: Okay, well, that's not what I just said, but w- that's why making that's why I'm making a, I'm making a <laughs> distinction. Well, you said yes, and then you said something different, but that that's fine. Z- it, Zach's being confrontational. Wow, it's, it's weird. Well, I'm just being clear. I'm throwing the clarification that's shovel back in master that he's serving. He's serving <laughs> confrontation now. That's changed. See, I'm learning, Jeff. I'm confronting. You were just bragging that you were just bragging that you weren't confrontational. And now I just, you're- I, 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 you know, you're the clarifier, so I want to clarify. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> You have anything else to play there Zach? Um I do have a super cut of a bunch of politicians talking about how this is the the most important election. I think um, that's fun. From very different they're not all from this year, although a lot of them are recent. I was looking in the actual Bible. Um I think it's in Colossians. It's in a bunch of the letters, but it's whatever you do in word or deed, do all for the version of do all for the glory of God or with thankfulness. Yeah. And yeah. that can also mean that's going to take different shapes, like Andy said. Um, and it's going to look differently depending on the situation. There shouldn't be a one size fits all template. Like, well, I did that for this person and now I'm going to do the same thing over here, but they hated that. And why did they hate that? <laughs> Um So wisdom. Actually, that's Pete N's book uh, the Bible for Normal People. No, that's his podcast. His most recent book, How the Bible Actually Works, his theme is considering all of scripture as wisdom literature. And not that there aren't literal truths that are like historical and that, that are just jotting down what happened, but taking things, reading as wisdom literature. So in the Psalms or the Proverbs, when you see, You can see wisdom literature at work where it doesn't always apply, but generally, if you do these things, this is going to happen. And so that approach will reap dividends, as we've said Mm, previously in the podcast. Okay. Am I clicking it? Bividends. Bividends. (laughs) Um, Where is that? Okay.
5: This is the most important election of our lifetime.
6: This is the most important election of our times.
3: This is the most important election certainly in
6: my lifetime. This is the most important election in our lifetime. This
5: November's elections are more important than any I can remember in
0: my lifetime, and that includes when I was on the ballot.
4: This is the most important election of all
5: our lifetimes.
6: I suppose every time there was an election, uh,
3: politicians said this is the most important election we've ever had.
5: Politicians say every
3: time, uh, this is the most important election.
5: This one's really that important. It really is. The uh,
6: 2018 election was the most important election of our lives, but the real election is the next one. What?
2: This is the most important election of our lifetime.
6: <laughs> this will be maybe the most important election that maybe. our country's ever had. See? Maybe. When you
2: run for president, you always come and tell big crowds like this, this is the most important
6: election. Don't you, you hear that? And we can't let you them say Hillary?
0: the yeah.
6: most important <laughs> Hillary. election in our lifetime. You shared
5: that you think this is the most important election of your lifetime. I certainly think it's the most important
3: election of my lifetime.
2: Just 39 days left in the most important election in our lifetimes there are just 14 days we are 11 days out 9 days there are just 8 days left there are only now 7 days left in the most important election of our lifetimes
3: i'd like to see that calendar <laughs> the wall calendar <laughs> every day you just lived it seven more days of the most important that's what all of november, like like the week before november like, yeah. It shifts away from seeing the whole month view, and it's just like 10 pages, seven, <laughs> seven to 10 pages of okay. most important, seven days to the most important day. The cartoon montage.
2: I, I think what's important is that we can't. Is
0: it the most, yeah, important? The most important Yeah, this <laughs> is the most important point, guys. Of the episode. Of
1: this. Yeah. The last moment was. But now this, this is, is last episode. This, this is now. This
0: is the most important podcast about the most important podcast. <laughs> Everything in our we said up
1: to this point, it really wasn't important. What Scott's about to say is the most, most important.
2: I know. Oh, so that's what that's the point I'm trying to make. Is that it's not. This the, is the most important. No, it's not that the others other things you guys said weren't important it's just that what i'm about to say is the most important <laughs> okay let's focus. Oh, let's
1: focus that's the point I that's see the what catch. you did that's, that's the see catch what you did that, you yeah. did. that was yeah. clever
0: yeah uh you get the gold star
4: for the yeah, episode you had now. to
0: explain it to us
3: sorry Scott. <laughs> nobody did explain it it's good you yes. guys came up
2: with it on your own it's just which is my goal <laughs> no, i try. am trying to do yeah thanks man that, yeah that each each important each important <laughs> 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 Each election is
3: important. It is. The most important, though.
2: Most important? Irrelevant. Irregardless.
0: Irregardless. Good. (laughs) I just hope if I could have a hope and dream for this episode, that people could have taken a little bit of a red pill. Don't take the whole bottle. It's a Michael Malice thing. Take a red pill. Don't take the whole bottle.
3: Uh, Are you suggesting they vote for a, a Republican?
0: No, that's the that's the thing. People mm. think it's a Republican thing. Nope. It's just taking that, that pill that awakens you to the reality of how things actually work. The purple pill. Um, take the red Ooh, pill. Is that a combo? Don't take the whole bottle. Uh, but it's related to just knowing your history knowing how people have felt just as passionately before about things as you do now. And maybe it's correct. Maybe now is the most important. But in, in two years, we're going to hear that same rhetoric again. It can't always be true unless it's just ramping up and ramping up until we explode. And and in a way, people are believing that right now, perception is reality. There's a narrative that this is the most important It's being drilled in on all sides and people are believing it and we're seeing it in the unrest and the rioting and the strife and the social media tension. And it's possible that I'm totally wrong, even though I don't think that's the reality, that this is the most important. It, it It may have become that because of the perception. But I invite people to take a big step back and smile at a neighbor, smile at a stranger, make eye contact. You can smile with your eyes, even if you're wearing a mask. You can pull this off people are better than what you're seeing on TV and on the internet.
2: So the rub, the rub really is not whether it's the most important or not. It's it's people's reaction to the outcome of the election when if,
0: perception becomes reality.
2: If this is the most important election, then people are going to do things, do certain things because it's the most important election as opposed to it not being the most yeah, important election. Well that, that so that I mean it, it's got to be more than that. It. it's it's got the rub has got to be more than that because people are going to vote uh, and and if this being the most important election, quote unquote, gets more people to vote, well maybe that's a good thing, whatever. Uh, but that's not the only rub. That can't be the only rub. What like what's what's the actual rub? Like why is this disturbing? Um because People are going to be mean to their neighbors or mean to people who voted against their candidate, and we get to choose. No, but I'm asking, like, what? What? What's the, like, what's the problem with this being the most important election ever, as opposed to just
0: because if it doesn't it, go your way, then you just elected the new Führer. Or you just elected somebody that's going to tear down all the traditions and morals of, of society. It's, it's just gonna... the pure jour.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but then, but then, what what happens? What what happens if you it could if be you actual that... violence because y- you you feel an existential threat, yeah. and so you need to take action to correct that wrong. The thing is, none of us and nobody we know
1: will be doing that, regardless of what side they're on. So.
3: So it's not really happening, guys. Yeah, you know what? I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody? I don't know anybody. Yeah. Neither man, man. You
0: might, you might be totally correct, Jeff. I don't but know anyone who got
3: AIDS either, so that's, that's probably a joke. That, yeah. I, think, well, I think I think Portland. Know, they died. So I think Portland's that wasn't good. on day. So that's um, real for Jeff, then.
0: Yeah, that's my truth, Zach.
3: That's how you know it's real, Jeff. I'm nothing. just
0: saying, you can choose kindness. Like no matter what mm. happens, you can. It's difficult. You can choose kindness. Well, thank you, Kamala. You're welcome.
3: <laughs> and at the end of the day, right, like presidents will be elected every four years and and they have effect on our lives, but they don't rule our lives in its entirety. And and we do have the choice to decide how we're going to wake up and interact with our neighbor on a day-to-day basis. Right. And
1: that, so so for us, Jesus... Jesus wins. Jesus wins. And tomorrow on election day, the Constitution wins. (laughs) That's it.
0: Well, we just found out Jeff's (laughs) priority.
1: (laughs) 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 That came from
3: a sixth grade teacher. (laughs) It's all about the Constitution, children. All right, gents. Well, it feels like we're at that moment where we decide or where we share the things that we've been consuming. So, other than nonstop, election coverage has it been anything outside of that
2: obviously i've been consuming biden gaffes
0: (laughs) so yeah uh piggybacking on the third day i mentioned the jude law uh vehicle on hbo max he was in the first three episodes he returns in the second three it's like these little three episode spurts of uh Goodness. Well, I should say the first three were super intriguing and good and a little bit dark and just ominous, but interesting and shot beautifully, just shot in shot in ways that I've never seen before cinematically, um in addition to Jude Law being just a a beast of an actor. The second three, it just I'm guessing different directors, different writers. Uh, a slightly tweaked storyline that still included Jude Law, though not as much and i'm like i i didn't finish it it's only 3 episodes and i'm like i what what is happening here um i'd rather i should just be playing madden and serving the lord <laughs> <laughs> through my madden play Lisa's laughing that's hysterically good. right now cuz i play that way too much oh, that's good i uh,
3: i did get on to the queen's gambit about the, the girl who is a chess champion. Ooh, I'm two in. That's good. It's very, it's fascinating, but uh, I got turned on to the most recent album, a posthumous album from the artist Mac Miller. Mac Miller died of an overdose last year. No, 2018. And a guy named John Bryan produced his record. John Bryan has done records by like, he did like the Magnolia soundtrack. He did, um, uh, Fiona Apple and Mac Miller is like a hip hop guy is way out. Not what you would expect, but the album sounds incredible. And he, Mac Miller did all his vocals before he died. And John Bryan came in and played all of the parts and wrote all the rest of the music to it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a really cool album. So the album's called circles. It's by Mac Miller I think it's got an E on it, maybe. Yeah, there's a few words in there, but it's just a cool album, and it sounds good, and it's nice to put on in the background when you're just hanging out. It's a chill album. And now yeah. I'm a Mac Miller fan. Didn't think I would have been, but I am.
0: Nice. Okay. Hmm. Jeff, Scott?
1: I am consuming nothing. I'm serving myself, and <laughs> I... Steak. Just- <laughs> <laughs> really, I am floating along. You know what? I'm having the Great Reset this week. All right,
2: Scott. Uh, well, yeah. Besides buying gas, yeah, I, I finished. Uh, I finished Exodus, so I'm in Leviticus. Mm. I'm, I'm. I might make it. I might make the. Might make <laughs> no. The, through, through, the, through it, man. I might make it through the Bible. You're, you're, you're faster, saying this, you're the end saying, of the world's
0: coming. You're saying you might make it before you've started Leviticus.
2: No, I start I'm I'm like I'm fifteen chapters. Thanks, Scott. Fifteen chapters into Leviticus? All right.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, I hope you make it. No, thank you. And I hope you come to the Which is surprising coming from you, Zach. Yeah, as long as it's the correct interpretation. Right. Yeah, I hope you make the correct interpretation decisions.
3: New King James International version of the
0: message. What verse is this?
2: I told him he better not take her ribs. I did not warn him though about taking her crack.
0: If that was in a book <laughs> of the Bible, what would it be, Andy? First hesitations. <laughs> uh, yeah, First chapter six, verse
4: sixty-six.
0: <laughs> Compton's fourteen black. Oh my gosh! And on that, uh, hit us up at um, Bros Bibles Beer at Bros Bibles Beer on all the socials. RosePablespear at gmail.com. Anchored.fm
3: slash BB pod.
0: That was the first time that happened correctly. The first time. Thank you. And uh we're at the end of the podcast. I hope I hope the election went well for everybody.
3: Yeah, wherever yeah. you are, I hope you're doing okay. I hope
0: your wildest dreams came true.
3: Have a drink, whether alcoholic or not. But uh, you know, have a coke and
0: a smile. Yeah. Tell us about it. Ooh. Hug a polar bear Man. with a coke. Even better. Tell us how that goes. Yeah. Timely. (laughs) And if you're
2: thinking, man, three of these guys voted for Trump at one point in their life, I I can't listen anymore. You're the problem with the world. Wow.
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, Andy never revealed. Are you you going to leave that? uh, No, I don't mind, Sharon. This is the first time I've, I've gone third party. Yeah. I, yeah, we canceled your Trump votes out, you bitches. I uh, <laughs> I held true I held true to my libertarian roots. Uh, knowing that my vote was already it didn't matter in California anyway. It's true. Uh yeah, I had a statement vote for Jo Jorgensen, the the Swedish uh <laughs> chef from Canada. <laughs> you it's meatballs
2: with the vote. you just voted for socialism. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's the opposite of socialism. All right, thank you all.